We are back in Toledo for the first time in almost two years, and it's so great to see this guy. He's going to be a dad very soon, too, which is super exciting. The voice of the Toledo Walleye, Matt Melzak. And Matt, I bet it was a super long wait for you and the Walleye to get back here. How exciting has it been the first couple weeks, especially last weekend with your home opener? Yeah, home opener was fantastic, DJ. It is great to see you again. Uh, I know you're a big family guy now yourself, so uh, looking forward to that. But yes, our home opener was ridiculous in here, 8,401. We went to 8,401, it was, it was jammed. It felt like in the building, I think the closest uh, comparable time was when we were in the finals in 2019, taking on Newfoundland here in June and had some June hockey. And uh, it, this, this place was electric, it was great. And then scoring 21 seconds in, you know, the place just, uh, the roof exploded, right? So uh, it was just so much fun. Uh, and it was great to be back here at the, at the Huntington Center and great to see you guys making your way in finally. As the 2019-20 season was coming to a close, I had the feeling that you guys were actually going to hop over Cincinnati and take that top seed in the division. So going into that with the summer and now ultimately two summers, you guys had a pretty good team to work with. You take the year off last year, lots of guys go all sorts of different places around the league. How tough was it to maintain that group and get it back together again this year? Yeah, well, and if you look at our roster, it's not really all that together. There is uh, a good amount of guys that are no longer, uh, you know, Shane Birchback would have played, our all-time leader in games played, points, assists, goals. Uh, you know, he chose to retire. Kyle Bonus, who you know, uh, you know, from the game seven here, a shorthanded goal fame uh, back in 2015. Uh, he chose to retire as well. Matter of fact, you might see him in the broadcast booth later in the year. So uh, looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, it, it is a little bit of a different look. I mean, getting a break with TJ Hensick deciding to play one more year, uh, certainly helped uh, to, to solidify that group a little bit. But, you know, the rest of the guys, you look at like a Butrus Gafari played the one game here against Cincinnati when there was no fans in the building. Uh, chose to play last year and now is back with Toledo. Uh, you know, Marcus Vela, that's, that, there's not a ton of guys that, that we had that were on that team that are back. And, and I think that's, you know, the challenge of when you go an entire year like we did without playing. And then to be able to get uh, people back in is is quite a thing. How high on the priority list was it, even though Brandon Hawkins hadn't played a game for you, but to get his rights back after playing for your arch rival, Fort Wayne, and same goes to Randy Gazzola also. Yeah, those two were, were priority, I think, for Dan. Uh, when you look, and you know from Brandon Hawkins how good he is as a player. Uh, unfortunately for him, he got hurt about three shifts into game one, and so you're not seeing him. Uh, but yes, uh, and having Randy Gazzola back, brand new father, his own right, about three weeks ago. Uh, so, uh, you know, having him in gives you that stability defensively. He's so good back there. It, you know, gives you some offense, gives you some defense, very physical defenseman, uh, very strong player. You got to see him a little bit there with Fort Wayne uh, last year. And obviously Brandon Hawkins, uh, you know, is a very skilled forward. That uh, You know, it's amazing that we're averaging five goals a game without his services in the lineup because he's a pretty big uh, cog to that. So that's a testament to how deep this team is. Another former nailer on your roster is Brady Tomlack, and you get the Air Force connection as now he's with his teammate from there and Billy Christopoulos. How's that dynamic? Uh, you know, it's been interesting, uh, the two of them, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, we have that. And especially like a night like tonight, Veterans Appreciation Night here at the Huntington Center, uh, you know, those guys, it'll mean a lot to them when they see the servicemen coming out on the ice, servicemen and women uh, that'll be here in the building tonight. You know, that means a lot to them. And 
Uh, yeah, the Air Force connection. And uh, Brady Tomlack scored a goal here on the opening night. Uh, Billy Christopoulos will get his first home start of the season here. Caden Fulcher played both the home games last weekend. And, you know, how could you argue? He didn't allow a goal Saturday, so Dan had to go back with him uh, the next day. But, uh, you know, with Billy getting the nod tonight, we'll have the full Air Force connection going. Most of the time in the Lalonde Watson era, we've seen a lot of help from Detroit Grand Rapids, but Fulcher's the only one. How much pressure is that put on Dan to really make sure that he has all of his pieces in place? Well, it, it, it's really a challenge for any team that, that has to deal with it. I look at the Wheeling Nailers roster, you only have three uh, right now, so it's not like you know, you're being stocked. I don't think a lot of teams are as stocked as they've been in the past. There's a few, uh, you know, when you look all across the ECHL, there are a few teams that are getting a lot of help. But then we're seeing a lot of guys going up to the American League from all different kinds of teams, including we lost Cole Frazier today to, uh, you know, to you know up to the American Hockey League and not to Grand Rapids. So, uh, you know, it's been a different start to the year in that regard. And you're right, just I don't think teams knew how to handle what, how many they wanted to have in at the American Hockey League level, and it's showing uh, right now at the ECHL level. There just hasn't been as many contracted guys all across the league, has there? Not really. This is the first of seven head-to-head -head meetings between the Nailers and the Walleye here tonight. What are we going to see out of the Walleye this season? You guys score a lot of goals, you don't give up a lot of goals, and your special teams are right near the top again. Yeah, that's that's been an M.O. for Dan Watson uh, going all the way back to when Derek Lalonde was here and prior. And obviously, Dan was on the staff then. It's always been a key. Make sure your special teams are very strong. Uh, make sure you're possessing the puck a lot. Uh, limit the turnovers. And then when you do not have it, create turnovers and go the other way and uh, that's what this team's been very good at so far especially in that stretch where they won five straight uh, you know fell behind uh, Fort Wayne on Sunday wasn't able to come back even even though they really outplayed the Comets uh, throughout much of that game uh, but yeah this is a team that's going to be built on puck possession controlling games if they can do that then they're going to be successful. Should be an exciting series. Matt, it's always great to see you and catch up with you, and it'll be a lot of fun to go seven times head-to-head -head again this year. So thanks so much for spending some time with me today. Yeah, you got it, DJ. Looking forward to it. And that first time we actually go to Wheeling coming up in March. The two-time All-Star broadcaster in the ECHL, Matt Melzak, my guest on intermission coverage. More next on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.